Here's how we began last week on the Practically Speaking Mom podcast. Today, we're opening up my mom box to find my favorite tangible tools for making motherhood just a little easier and a lot more effective. You see, some of the items that have been essential in my mom box have been items that reduce the amount of negative news that my mouth has to deliver to my kids. Today, in episode 75, we continue unpacking Val's mom box as she tells us about her tools for positive reinforcement in parenting. She'll also give us a glimpse into something she calls her brain books. We've been talking about mom tools that help reduce the amount of negative news that must come from your mouth. Now, let's talk about positive news. One of the great privileges of motherhood is that we can praise and affirm our children in ways that spur them toward growth and good behavior. You want to always be in the process of discovering more about your child, what really motivates them to growth and self-improvement and character development. Now I'm talking about positive reinforcement tools in this little segment. There are really endless things you can use in this way, but none as well known for young children as stickers. Cute little stickers were in my mom box for many years. I enjoyed giving them and I also enjoyed picking them out because you can find stickers in pretty much any theme under the sun. If your kid loves it, there's probably a sticker for it. While stickers may no longer be a part of my mom box, positive reinforcement should always remain while they live with us. No matter their age or behavior, words and actions of unconditional love should be a constant in the parent-child relationship. That's not what I'm talking about here, though. That's different than positive reinforcement and incentive programs for good behavior and growth. That's what I'm talking about as a tool in your mom box. Like I said, stickers for littler kids, but really it can be all sorts of things. Kids need positive reinforcement. They need to know you are pleased and proud of them. Praise what you want repeated. You've probably heard that before. I'm talking about positive attention for positive growth. So let's talk words of praise. Uh, You could say things like, you have been a blessing to me today when you cleaned up before I asked you. Or you could say, I was so proud of you this morning when I saw you stop to help your younger sibling. It all depends on the kid as to what is effective positive reinforcement. Some love group attention, like clapping, cheering, giving a little badge to wear for others to see that they have received approval and accolades, or calling their grandparents and and telling them about the great behavior of your child. Other kids would much rather have personal positive reinforcement, a pat on the back, a hug, a high five, looking them in the eye and telling them how proud you are of them, or a note to tell them that. Figure out what positive reinforcement really speaks to your child and then make it a part of your daily mom toolbox. Now, stickers can be used like a public badge or a personal accolade, or as an incentive program. Incentives such as written out charts 
that you're both tracking their success. My daughter is using a track, one of my grown daughters is using a tracking page like this right now for teaching her three-year-old to faithfully use the potty. What are some other tangible items that could work in place of stickers? Well, let's talk about it. If they're older, then you can use a chart with a longer amount of time till the reward happens and thus the reward is larger. For example, once my youngest daughter began elementary school, I started a tradition with her. We began tracking her extracurricular reading. She would earn money all year long for her extra reading, like just um, we would track money. And then at the end of the school year, she and I would have a mom-daughter shopping date for her to spend the money she earned during the school year. This was a great hit from the beginning, and it's been a really bonding mother-daughter time as well. Now, most people respond very well to charts that they can mark off, whether they're marking off with a sticker, a stamp, a marker, a colored pen, or just a check mark. There is a sense of accomplishment that happens when you help them map growth on a chart. That's what you want the focus to be about. Not a bribe to manipulate bad behavior, but a training process with a sense of accomplishment that you are celebrating with them. When my seven kiddos were little and I was wanting to develop some good morning habits with them, I gave each of them a cup with their name on it. And every morning we would come together with cups and coins. I'd ask who made your bed and those who did would stand up with their cup and I'd put a penny in their cup. We'd continue. Who brushed their teeth? They'd stand. I'd give a penny. Who got dressed? Who put your pajamas away? Whatever habit I was working on with them at the time, we would do this at our little morning time where we would also do some devotions, memorize a couple of things, and, you know, just begin our day. I'd love to know what makes your child feel praised and what are some incentive plans that have worked for you? Go to our Intentional Mom Strong Family Community on Facebook or MeWe and look for my post about praise what you want repeated. Share what works at your house and read all the ideas from the other intentional moms. Let's jump right into the next item in my mom box. It's brain books. Now I'm old school and I use real live notebooks, but I'm sure you could do all I'm about to tell you with an app such as Trello, which I have tried using, but I just like to have tangible notebooks instead. I use really cute notebooks. I've gotten them at Hobby Lobby or Mardell. They come in a pack of three or four. They are um, not spiral bound. They're smaller in size, so a lot lighter weight to, to have to deal with. I will have a picture of them in my blog post for this week. Now, what are brain books? Well, I actually began with one brain book. I was putting everything that I wished I could keep in my head in a book as it would come along. It might be maybe a website someone recommended, or it might be a recipe that I want to try, or it could be a party that we're going to have and what are the items that I want to serve. All of my information was going into one brain book. I was putting it all on sticky notes so that I could rearrange if I was finding, for example, maybe I would see that 
this vitamin is good for gut health. Okay. So I would want to write that down and keep track of it. Pretty soon I had multiple vitamin recommendations that I had found. And so all of them would go on a vitamin page, but pretty soon I had enough to be vitamins for gut health and vitamins for inflammation, even vitamins for managing stress. So pretty soon I was able to move my sticky notes to divide into those different categories so that I had a page for each one of those categories. What started out as one brain book, I did eventually divide into multiples so that I have one for each of the six rooms of the intentional mom's home, which is just how I have my website set up as well. And I have my blog posts divided into those different categories as well. So those six rooms are the kitchen, which the kitchen represents meals, health, groceries. And then another book is the laundry room, which really represents everything that is organization, cleaning, home management, anything related to that. Home management means also taking care of the home or home improvements we make. And then another book, another brain book is education. And then another one is marriage on my website, I call it the marriage suite. And so anything related to how I can improve my marriage, or maybe we do some goal setting, dreaming, that kind of thing. And then front porch is another brain book, which the front porch represents my spiritual walk, my relationship with God. And then the last room of the Intentional Mom's Home is the family room. And so this notebook would be all things related to heart issues and relationships. Um, it could be peer pressure. It could be social skills, just any kind of information related to any of that. Okay. So I have these six brain books now and Again, you could start with just one brain book, but use sticky notes so that you can recreate new categories as you find that you are getting lots of information about one thing. Brain books is just one of those ways of being more effective. And honestly, it has really de-stressed me quite a lot to not feel like I have to rely in my mind on all of the details that matter to me in life. So I'm going to dig in briefly over my top three used brain books, and that is the kitchen, the laundry room, and education. I want to give you a sampling of what might go in each one of these. So in my kitchen brain book, which is all things related to meals, health, groceries. So here's an example. On a sticky note, I have a COVID kit list vitamin C, a thousand milligrams, Zycam, B12 every two hours, L-lysine, a thousand milligrams twice a day, a multivitamin, D3K2, aspirin, and Tylenol. That is a COVID kit that I made for each of my sons when they went to college and what I keep on hand at home so that if one of us were to get it, then I'm ready to go with that. So it started with first just collecting information. And so I collected information for my COVID list. I'm not telling you it's what you should get or what is effective for you, but what I wanted to have on hand for my family, it started out as just a sticky note where I was collecting information to create a COVID kit. Then another one that I have 
local companies that I buy from or that have been recommended to me for like farm-raised meats, eggs, dairy, or veggies. Another category for me, thyroid and adrenals. I'm on a mission to improve my health. And so whenever I read about something that is helpful in that, then I start putting it down. So here's some things on that list. Ashwagandha, Tulsi, which is the same thing as holy basil, selenium, B12, thiamine, probiotics, enzymes. You know, we we get all these great information all the time and we're like, ooh, I want to say that. It, that's important. It matters to me. But our brains are just not capable of retaining all this stuff. And pretty soon as a mom, we start feeling stressed out that there's so much information that we want to implement and take advantage of. And, and yet we can't even remember any of it. So thus my need for brain books. And then I can just refer to different things as God brings it to mind or as situations arrive. There is no way that we as moms can implement all of the great ideas that are out there in the world. But we can pursue help, growth, improvement over time as God lays different aspects on our heart, different issues on our heart. Here's another page in my kitchen one, a price comparison page for different grocery items. So maybe how much does the brand of bread I like cost at Walmart, at Sprouts, at Aldi, at Costco? I have another page for hosting. So if I'm doing a Super Bowl party, this is what I I make my little menu for a Super Bowl party and I put it on a sticky note and then I stick it in my hosting page so that next year when the Super Bowl comes up, I can just look at what I did last year and save me some time. So I have that for all kinds of categories, like my kids having friends over or care and share recipes. I've mentioned care and share before. Those are the, the, the meals or food items that I can make for people in a way to care for them. I keep track of my reoccurring lunch menu. You know, this semester, every Monday we're having this, every Tuesday we're having this, every Wednesday we're having this, and then next semester I might change it up. But after three semesters, I've got three different reoccurring lists there. Why recreate the wheel when I've done it in the past? Being able to look back makes a huge difference. I have more categories than that in my kitchen brain book, but I just wanted to give you a little taste of what's in there. Laundry room. I have some recipes for homemade soap. I have some, this is the best way to clean this item, such as my friend Elaine. She cleans homes. And so I asked her, what is the best thing to use on shower doors for soap scum? And here's what she told me, spray it down, get it all wet all over, and then use cleaning vinegar, spray with a mist, not a stream, and leave it for a couple of minutes and use a great big scrub brush that she recommends from Walmart for $3. And it takes off the soap scum really great. That is in my laundry room brain book. But I also keep things in there like when we were getting quotes on replacing some windows you know, we're writing this stuff down anyway. Well, why not write it down on a sticky note that we can stick on a page in a book in a category so that 
next time we need to replace a window, I already can see which companies were least expensive and what their phone numbers are. And it's all there because I did it in the past. Why not save it and save me some time? In the education notebook, I can keep things like what different soccer organizations are available, or I might keep in there different math manipulatives that help different types of math concerns, like maybe they're stuck on multiplication tables. Well, what are the different things that I could use that's out there? Or someone tells me about a really great ACT prep. That would be another thing that I could keep track in my education brain book. I wish I could tell you so much more about my brain books because they've been a lifesaver, a huge game changer for my mom life by implementing these. So why do I identify tools that increase efficiency? It's because systems and and being organized are not my highest value, even though it may sound like it from, from some of those things. But really what my value is, is freeing up my time to focus on what matters most. And that's the heart and souls of my family. My goal is living life abundantly by maximizing the moments we've been given. If we're in constant chaos, we aren't allowing ourselves to savor the journey with our family. Now, don't feel badly if you feel like that that's you right now, that your life is too chaotic or disorganized or constantly in flux, that you don't feel like you can savor your moments. I've been there many, many times. The important thing is to dig your way out of the chaos one new system at a time. You see, these tools in my mom box They're really systems. They are solutions to a problem, a solution that I am consistent about using so that it makes my life more efficient and more effective. I'm praying for you, Mom. No matter what season of motherhood you're in, God has a purpose for your steps, and He's walking right beside you. When you weep, He weeps with you. And when you're anxious, he wants to be your comfort and your peace. And then when your journey begins to reveal the redemption and victory that he was working on for you all along, God is going to be rejoicing with you on that day too. It's been an honor to spend time with you today. If this podcast has been a blessing, share it with a friend, leave a review, and head over to practicallyspeakingmom.com to subscribe to my weekly email that contains that week's podcast episode, blog post, and show notes. Join me on Instagram at Practically Speaking Mom and in my Facebook group, Intentional Mom Strong Family. See you next week.